Are you a non-native English-speaking entrepreneur who wants to take your business to the next level? Have you ever looked in the mirror and thought, if only I could speak the language better, I would be a lot further along? When I first came to Germany from California and started my own business, I asked myself the very same question. The common thing that stands in the way of us improving our skills in our business and language communication is fear. Well, I'm here to tell you that it's possible for you to improve your English and grow your business at the same time. I've created a method that is not only fast and efficient, brain-friendly and fun, but will also connect you with other like-minded entrepreneurs at the same time. It's a win-win situation. I'm Sharon Kuster, and this is English for Entrepreneurs. Hello, everyone. Today, I'm coming from Germany to welcome my first and very special guest, Ian McMaster. Ian is the editor-in-chief of Business Spotlight Magazine, international speaker, innovator, and author. Welcome, Ian. Yes. Hi, Sharon. It's a long time. Yeah, we started back in 2001, and uh, the company we're part of, Spotlight Verlag, uh, celebrates its 40th anniversary next year. I've been at the company for nearly 30 years. That's a very long time. I can imagine that you've grown a lot over those years as well. We started with a publication in general English for German speakers who are our main audience, and we added on other languages. So French, Spanish, Italian, producing publications, magazines, audio materials, exercise workbooks, obviously websites, email newsletters, podcasts, etc. We then also added on Business English, uh, which is uh, the magazine that I'm now responsible for, Business Spotlight. And we also have a magazine, Deutsch Perfect, which is aimed at people who want to learn German as a foreign language, which has been a huge growth area over the last 10 years. Oh, that's wonderful. So, so not only do you serve the English learners, but you also serve the, the teachers of language as well. Yes, they're a very important part of our of our readership. Um, we know from surveys that we've done that somewhere around fifteen percent of our readers are teachers or trainers for uh, business English or business communication more generally. So they're very important in themselves, but they're obviously uh, very important because they work with students, and so they're uh, what the marketing people call multipliers. They help us to reach uh, more people through their through their teaching. So yeah, very important group. We put on events, online events, um, and are constantly in contact with teachers and trainers. Really great, great. And I noticed that you've also grown with a technology that you also have your audio versions and your e-papers as well. Yeah, what we've tried to do is to produce for people the choice that they can they can enjoy the products in the form they want. So if you look at the magazine, it's still the case that over 80% of our magazine subscribers prefer to take the print version, but somewhere between 15, 20% now take the e-paper version. The same with audio, it's incredible, still over 80% of people prefer to take a, a physical CD, even though for 10 years we've offered the opportunity to simply download the files or to stream them now. The thing, the, the whole direction is moving towards more and more digital use, and we're planning later this year to add a new platform where people can access um, all our materials, whether it's articles or exercises or audio files, all together in one place so that our subscribers have easier access to our materials. 
Oh, that's great. That will be really popular, I'm sure. Yeah. Good. So, Ian, before we get started today, I wanted to ask you if you would be willing to share one fun fact about yourself. One fun fact is the career that I, ne- I didn't take, the, the path not taken. What I should be is I should be a, a football coach or what you'd call in America a soccer coach. This is, what I, I, this is when I left university, or actually while I was at university in England, I did, a, I did the course. So I actually got a qualification as a, as a coach for, for soccer. Um, unfortunately, after a few years, it's no longer valid. So I'd have to go back and start again. But, but if I was choosing another path to go down, maybe it's not too late. Maybe I'll still do it. No, it's never too late. Yeah. And a very it's short a second one is I did once write what I thought was a fantastic song for the Eurovision Song Contest but it never saw the light of day. Okay. <laughs> That's two great facts. I love it. What was the name of it? The name of it was, uh, it was, a, it was a word play from our magazine Spotlight and, the, um, and Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. So it was called Spotty High, Spotty Ho, Spotty Off to Work We Go. <laughs> and it was, as, it was as bad as it sounds. Now that's a fun fact for sure. Thank you for sharing that. That's great. So back to uh, Business Spotlight. Many of our listeners are busy business professionals with very little extra time to spend on improving their language skills. Could you share a bit about your publication and what it offers to support language learners so they can most improve their skills in a quick way? Well, I think that's what you say in a quick way. People are short of time. So I think one of the advantages of of a product like ours, a business spotlight, is we put a lot of different aspects in one place. So, for example, yes, you've got very, what you might call traditional language learning. You can improve your vocabulary. You can improve your grammar skills if that's what you think uh, is what you need, although it's often not actually what people need as much as they think but mm-hmm. going beyond that it's 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 communication skills so i really describe us as a magazine or products for business communication because it's that use of language in practice rather than learning language for the sake of it how do i communicate effectively how do i carry out the business communication tasks that i need to do at work whether that is in meetings with colleagues, whether it's building business relationships, negotiating in various forms, giving presentations, again, in various forms from small groups to big groups. It could be solving problems, taking decisions, or a topic that we look at in our current edition, critical thinking skills. So it goes way beyond language to business communication skills, issues of leadership, issues of career development with tips for how you can improve your career, all in English and all in one place. So I think that is the big advantage. You, um, rather than saying, here's, here's a book that I use for language learning, here's something that I, a video I use for business communication, here's yes. a book where I learn about careers, it's all in one place. So I think that's the attraction to a lot of people. As you say, we're all, we're all short of time. We can't, uh, we can't do a hundred different things. But I would emphasize very much the communication skills rather than language for the sake of it. Most people, a lot of people, they do not need to learn more language. They need to learn how to use more effectively the language they already have. Well said. Yes, absolutely. And especially the German learners uh, typically are very much perfectionists and their, their fear factor is quite high when they speak. 
as I've noticed over the years of my teaching. But, but what's interesting is with your magazine, it's more of a self-education approach, which is really nice because people can learn at their own pace, which I find very valuable today. Yeah, well, most of our, most of our readers, most of our listeners, they are, they're actually on their own. They're not in a course at any point of time. Maybe about a third of them are at any point of time in some kind of course, if they're, also, they're lucky through their employ, employers or, or um, organize themselves. But most of them are not. Most of them are, having, are doing this on their own. So, you know, we have two aims, to provide materials which people can use on their own or self-study, but also to make the materials and the content uh, attractive and, and usable for teachers and trainers um, with, um, with people in courses. Yes, that's one of the draws of the magazine. It's got a lot of interesting and important topics so that people can find a variety when they're looking to spend a few minutes learning. Yeah. Good, that's great. Um, that's wonderful. Would you be so kind to let us know the best way to find out more about Business Spotlight and how to contact you if we want to get more information? Well, there's two ways, I suppose. One is to go to our website, the Business Spotlight website, which is www.business-spotlight.de. And if people want to contact me directly, they can also do that by my email address, which is simply i.macmaster at spotlight-falag.de. And I guess if somebody doesn't know the magazine at all, then, um, you know, the railway stations and other Shops are open again now, or at least at the moment they are, but hopefully they won't close down again this autumn. Yes. So um, take a look and you'll find the, um, you'll find the uh, magazine. I say the current one uh, has as its cover topic the issue of critical thinking skills. Our next magazine, or our magazine that comes out on the 7th of October um, and is on sale for eight weeks, look, is, is a special focus on different aspects of culture in the workplace. That could be country culture, but actually it's other aspects, gender culture, organizational culture, team culture, and individual culture, in particular the aspect of authenticity. Uh, how authentic should one be? Is it even possible to be authentic? A very good question, isn't it, at the workplace? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, very good. Wow, thank you, Ian. That's really good. I'll put the links down below as well. Right. And, um, I look forward to having you back on the show again soon for a more in-depth dive into Business Spotlight and how it can help our business professionals out there to improve their English. This is English for Entrepreneurs, and I'm Sharon Kuster signing off until next time. Thank you very much for joining us, Ian, and stay tuned for the next episode. Hey, thank you for joining us this week on English for Entrepreneurs. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to visit iTunes and like and subscribe. And please tell your friends all about it too. Stay tuned next week for more fun and valuable tips on improving your English for business.